Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Isaiah chapter 32 verse number 15. Isaiah chapter 32 verse number 15. What does the Bible say? Now, you will have to open to your bible you don't have it over here yes what does the bible say can we read it together one go until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest hallelujah are you there it said what until let's read it again one go until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field and a fruitful field be counted for a forest amen so right here we see the effect the manifestation of the holy spirit if you have been coming to our prayer meeting you notice that we've been praying about the holy spirit and his manifestation we've been praying that the precious holy spirit will manifest in our lives in our church in our denomination in our homes in different ways and we have learned different ways by which the holy ghost manifests i'm sure all the prayers were recorded so if you don't know all this then please uh, get to your shepherd ask him where are the prayers can i have it you can use it when you are praying put it at the background pray along it will help you to pray amen. amen yeah because some of you when you are praying you fall asleep get something at the background and use it to pray and it will be a blessing amen, amen. but this one today bible says until what the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness the desert places the dry places so one of the manifestations of the holy spirit upon a person is that it causes wilderness do you understand when we talk about wilderness it talks about a desert a place that is devoid of greener uh pastures is devoid of water there's no water scarcity of water parched places do, do you understand dry places hmm? it looks like a drought has affected the place but it says that the effect of the holy spirit is that when the holy spirit comes over even a wilderness it causes the wilderness to become hot a fruitful field hallelujah that is the effect of the holy spirit so even when you are in a community when you are in an area where it is uh, known to be poverty stricken when it is known that nothing good can come out of nazareth 
Nothing good can come out of where you are. Where you are, the best person who pass exams, pass, uh, uh, what do you call it, diploma or certificate. People don't pass. But when the Holy Spirit is upon you, you excel, you, you will stand out. Are you here? That is the prayer we are praying. That the manifestation of the Holy Spirit that causes wilderness, dry places, unfortunate situation to become a fruitful one. Hallelujah. Then it does not end there. But it says that when you're already a fruitful field, it becomes a forest. If you are already, you are in a good place, you, it becomes too nice. Are you there? Hello? Just like the, I mean, David coming back from the back of the desert to become a renowned king. So the, today, through the night, this is the prayer that we are praying. Amen. That Lord, may the spirit of God rain down. Pray it as you are sitting down right now. Begin to pray. Pray that now. Lord, Pour your spirit. Let the manifestation of the Holy Spirit cause every dry place. Your, your finances are dry. Your health is drying. The anointing is dry. There is nothing nice about you. May every dry place become a fruitful one. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Until the spirit is poured on us from on high that the wilderness will become a fruitful field and a fruitful field be counted for a, a, a forest. We will not, we will not give up and we will not stop. We want to see the manifestation. Lord, oh God, let the manifestation of your spirit until I am fruitful. Somebody pray that the Holy Spirit coming upon my life a sign that I have the Holy Spirit. A sign that I am anointed. A sign that I have the presence of God. A sign that the Spirit of God is with me. Is that I should be fruitful. I should be fruitful. And if already I have some fruits, the fruit should become like a forest. In the name of Jesus, let the wilderness turn into a fruitful field by the presence of your Holy Spirit. Let the wilderness turn into a fruitful field. Let let every dry place, let every barren land, let every sorted place, let every uh, drought hey, and, and, and barren, stricken, poverty stricken areas in our life, in our home, let it become fruitful. May we be fruitful in our body, in our percentages, in our centers. Every branch that is dying, that is dying, decaying, wasting away because of the dryness that comes from the absence of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let the presence of the Holy Spirit come as a rain, come as a rain, ah, and let the rain of your presence cause, oh God, fruit to come. Let greener pastures appear. Let dry places begin to be full. Oh yes, 
of fruits in the name of Jesus and let the fruitful field be counted for a forest in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus we pray for the overflowing effect oh yes fill oh God every life every church every branch Lord in the mighty name of Jesus mandoli mahata rokatanda riando soteba ayabando ronda riande ayabarababa rimamaraba dryness in academics is going away be fruitful in your studies be fruitful in your coursework be fruitful in work be fruitful be fruitful be fruitful manda rinde lima suta bande in your business let the dryness be over let the barrenness let the wilderness experience in your life in your business at work in home let it be over by the emergence of the holy spirit by the manifestation of the holy spirit let it be poured on us like fresh rain oh yes fall on us fall on us fall on us lord spirit of the living god spirit of the living god spirit of the living god let every wilderness be turned into a fruitful our field and let a fruitful field be counted for a forest in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hey every bank account that is dry let it be full of money every life that is dry hey every church that is dry people don't get born again they are no souls let the effect of the holy spirit bring fruitfulness in every center in every center in the choir in the in the dancing stars among the apostles in the faith show your love hey mahata oh mando tele mata sante ah be fruitful be fruitful be fruitful in the name of jesus hallelujah Amen. Are you here? So you need to continue. And I'm sure you see us sharing every morning we share the prayer topics. Use it to pray. Hallelujah. And let the effect of the Holy Spirit be seen in your life. May you not be dry. Let every dryness be over. Anyone who lacks the anointing May the presence of the Holy Spirit anoint you. Be oiled. Yeah, may the influence of the Holy Spirit make you fruitful in your thoughts, in your decisions, in your plans, in your body, at work, in home, wherever you find yourself. May the Holy Spirit's presence make you fruitful in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. See, sometimes you go for meeting and people will be talking and you have nothing to say. You cannot make a comment. You cannot contribute. It's like when somebody talks before you notice that, ah, but I could have said that. It's like nothing. You become blank. You are bereft of ideas. You, the, the, you, you don't contribute. But when somebody says something, say, ah, it's true. You see, when the Holy Spirit is upon you, it makes you fruitful, even in your thoughts. He brings ideas. He brings suggestions. So be fruitful. When you contribute at a meeting, may your contribution be taken in the name of Jesus. May your ideas profit in the name of Jesus. 
Whoever you are and whatever you do, I'm telling you, the coming of the Holy Spirit will change everything about you. People will seek you for your input. Yeah, people will call you if you have anything to say. Because, look, when the Holy Spirit is upon you, it causes wilderness, dry places to become fruitful. I see your decisions causing profits in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And today also is the last Sunday in the first month. Can you believe it? Can you believe? Put your hands together for the Lord. Today is the last Sunday in January. Hallelujah. So we are going to continue. Uh, this year has been declared as our year of being thankful. Amen. And when you are thankful, it means that you have reason why you are thanking. That's why you are full of thanks. Thankful. Do you understand? You are full of thanks. And if you are full of thanksgiving, it means there is something, there is a reason that causes you. Nobody say thank you for nothing. That is why try as much as possible and don't say thank you for everything. It's better when you are thoughtful, you begin to itemize or numerate the things that you are thanking God for. Thank you for being there with me. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for being a shoulder on which I have rested all this while. Thank you for your input and advice. Thank you for the school you took me to. Thank you. Thank you for not even giving birth to me alone. My siblings have been helpful. Thank you. Are you there? You begin to thank your parents. You thank your auntie, your husband. Thank your husband. Say, thank you for choosing me. Hey. And thank your wife. Say, thank you for accepting my proposal. If not, I will still be a, a confused guy moving around. Thank you. So be full of thanks. Hallelujah. And in our year of being thankful, there are 11 or 12 things that we've been going through. Last week, by the grace of God, we got to number six. So now we are going to do number seven, eight, and nine, if we can. If we cannot, it's our church. We'll take it another time. So let's go. Number seven. Look, we don't have the screen. I thought we have the screen. I'm serious. What is the seventh reason why we should be thankful? Lord, I am thankful that what? Amen. Lord, I am thankful. Say with me, Lord, I am thankful. Lord, I am thankful. That in 2023, all my steps are guided by the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that I have the blessings of not making missteps. I have the blessings of not making mistakes. I have the blessings of not making false steps in 2023 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. James chapter 3, verse number 2. 
James chapter 3, verse number 2. It's in your Bible. The Bible says, and I'm reading from the NASB, the New American Standard Bible says this. It says, for we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body as well. James chapter 3, verse number 2. Look at what the King James says. What does the King James says? Can we have somebody with a microphone so that we can... For, yes, read it. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to, to bridle the whole body. Amen. Bible says, in many things we offend all. If any man does not offend in words, this person is a perfect person and is able to bridle. You know, you know what a builder is? When you see a horse, they have put something in the, uh, what do you call it, the mouth. They drill and put something to control. Do you understand? That is what is called brother. Brother, my tank. So they build the horse so that it's used in control. So, so Bible says that when you are able to, what? What does the scripture says? If any man does not offend in words, the same is a perfect person. If you don't offend in words, you are perfect because you are able to build your tongue. Are you here? Hello? So what it means is that our imperfection and one of the most known ways by which we fault, we sin, we become imperfect is true what we say. I'm talking to you. It's direct. Don't think about anyone. I'm talking direct to you. If you can control what you say, do you understand? It means our imperfection has more to do with what we say than even what we do. Bible has not said that if anybody does not steal, then it's a perfect man. But he said, if you can control this thing, I'm telling you, many people have lost their anointing because of words. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear and how you hear it. By your words, you shall be justified. By your words, you shall be judged. What we say, I'm telling you, you need to be very careful with words. Words are, look, nothing happens outside words. Everything is going to happen because of words. Whether somebody is going to love you is because of the words you are going to say. Is somebody going to hate you will be because of the words you are saying. Is somebody going to be kind to you is because of how you speak or how you spoke. So words are very important. And the Bible says we offend all. We err. We make a lot of mistakes through the things we say. So 2023, we say that we are thankful to God that he's going to what? Help us, guide us, 
and control our tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. The tongue is a very, I mean, powerful member of the body. The tongue can send you to jail. The tongue can do everything. Even if you are doing well, sometimes it's because of the tongue. Hmm? Yeah, in the tongue. The tongue can let you also misbehave. I don't know what is in the tongue. Hmm? The Bible talks about a tongue. It says it's like a, the little hem, like the propeller of a ship. Very small, but it controls the whole ship. Say the tongue is like a little member that can set the whole body on fire. Hello? Yeah. You give your tongue to somebody and before you notice. Hey. I'm preaching. I said, somebody kissed you and before you notice, you, 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 you are unconscious. So the tongue, hey, I don't know what it is. The power of life and death are in the tongue. This tongue, it can take you to jail. It can destroy your business. It can even cause you to die prematurely. So you need to really be careful about a tongue. Are you here? Yeah. So in 2023, lift your hand and say, Lord, I submit my tongue to you. Guide my tongue. Control my tongue. In the name of Jesus. Can you believe the Bible says, if anyone can control the tongue, the person will be perfect. Lies come from the tongue. Swearing comes from the tongue. Everything is coming from the tongue. Even when you think whatever without the tongue, it will not come out. When you are angry, you are fuming, and you want to do something without the tongue, it will not come out. So if you can control, that's what the Bible said, if any man controls the tongue, the same will be perfect. If you can build the tongue, you know how to speak. In due season, oh, it will be good. But some of us, we talk a lot. More talking is more sin. And some of us, we exaggerate. You color the things. You make the story more colorful. Hey! The exaggeration. You spice the thing. My God, the thing should have been a black and white television, but you make it color. You hear a story, but if you say the way it will not, so you need to spice it. How many have been spicing things? And watch people. Look, if you don't want to lose your anointing, don't talk too much. Talking up, I'm telling you. If you see somebody who is giving to too much talking, the person is a liar and can easily be unfaithful. When you talk a lot, you will sin a lot. That's what the Bible is saying. I'm not the one. I wish we have the screen so that it is there. Can we read it again? Give me your... your, your. I don't want to... For 
Can you speak into the microphone? For in many things we offend all. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word. If any one of us we don't offend in words. The same is a perfect man. The same is a perfect person. And able also to bridle the whole body. And you are able to build the whole body. Do you understand? You are, so it's like the tongue is able to control the hand. Because you are going to say something. And what you say is, is going to let somebody slap you. So the tongue will move the hand. Because of what you are saying, you need to defend your ear. Because of what you the, the leg should have to run away. Because of what you said, you need to dodge. Because the tank, you see, you control the whole body by the tank. Because what you have said is going to let people come after you, so you need to run now. You need to go and dodge because of what you said. Hmm? You made a promise. You were so excited, so I will come, I will, I will come and visit you. Now you, you make a lot of promise. The tongue. So whatever you are doing or you are not doing will be based on the tongue. That's why he said that this year, hmm, we are thankful that God is going to guide our tongue. Hallelujah. Amen. You will sleep only because of the tongue. I'm telling you. See that you have gone to say something that you shouldn't have said. And when you remember the things that you said, you just want to sleep. You just want to sleep and forget what you said. Do you understand? One day, a certain brother, he made a small mistake. It's not a big mistake, but the effect was funny. I mean, it was like in, let's say, grade 12. And he visited uh, friends, his friend. But when he was going, the friend's sisters were sitting down. So they said, how are you? Then he was alone. He said, we are fine. <laughs> After that, <laughs> he couldn't go to the house again. <laughs> he felt so ashamed. When he came, he said, Charlie, I want to go and sleep. <laughs> I said, why? He said, oh, Charlie, they asked me. The sisters asked me. How are you? I said, we are fine. And he said, after that, I couldn't even understand what was going on. The small we, do you understand? Instead of saying, I am fine. Say, we are fine. He was so ashamed because he was known, respected over there. He gets it and he's going to say, we are fine. Meanwhile, he was alone going. And he came, he said, no, no. Anytime we say, let's go there, he said, no, I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I want to see. He want to forget about what he has said. And the, and the ladies also did not, uh, they did not even say, they were quiet and giggling. <laughs> and it worsened the thing for the guy. They just want to sleep. You make a mistake, you sleep, you say something, and after you cannot take it back. You don't know the effect of it. But this year, I said this year, I said this year, God is controlling your time. 
God will guide your time. Hallelujah. False statements, mistakes, what you have seen, lies, half truth. It all comes from what we say. It all comes from what you say. So if you can bridle your tongue, if you can control the tongue, then you'll be perfect. There wouldn't be the need to remember what you said. Truth is only one. Are you here? I see you speaking the truth always. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 37 verse number 23. The Bible says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted in his way. So this year, may the Lord order your steps. May the Lord order every step because you are going to be controlled by the Lord. Amen. Your tongue will not have the better part of you. Your tongue will not run ahead of you. <clears throat> you will be calculated. You will be controlled in what you say. Because we are learning that, look, the whole body, just like a ship is controlled by the propeller, a whole ship. What you are going through in your life, what will become of you, how you will be received, how you will be treated, will be because of what you say or what you don't say. That is why in our day now, even the beauty pageants, after you have shown your vital statistics, you have shown this one, you have shown this one, we have seen the height, all the contours. Hmm? Now they say that now, speak. Talk to us. That is when you begin to see that some people are living in the past. You told me what you want to told me and let me went. See that a person lives in the past. He's speaking with tenses that we don't know where it's coming from. So it now the, the, the beauty, and if you know how to talk, People are paid a lot of money because of what they say. Oh, yes. May you know what to say at the right time in the name of Jesus. Are you here? Yeah. You know, one day a woman came to Jesus and Jesus said, it is no reason for me to give the children's bread into dogs. And the woman said that, yes, I know I am a dog, but even dogs... The bread, some will fall, the crumbs will fall off the table and the dogs will eat. And Jesus said, for this thy words, for because of what you have said, go, your daughter is a... So what you say will open a door. What you say can close a door. Are you there? That is why when you are going for negotiation, you need to look for a sensible person. Sometimes the person talks, they say, we won't even sell that thing. Just go away. We won't sell. Another person talks, and, and they, I mean, the person said, Look, you know, we really did not want to sell, but because of you, just go ahead. So, what you say can open doors, and what you say can close doors. Are you here? This year, may you know how to also talk to God. Amen. May you know how to pray to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May you say the right things Amen. at the right time. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And as you do, I see God directing your steps. The steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. May the Lord order your steps. In the name of Jesus. Even when we have meetings, it's not everybody that you, you let the person say vote of thanks. Somebody speaks and even visitors are happy, excited. Do you know that? Oh, yes. 
Oh, yes. Somebody speaks and there's excitement in the, in the fellowship in class. You need somebody who knows how to speak. Are you there? Yeah. Speech is your glory if you're a lady. Yeah. And sometimes you want to see whether a person is spiritual. You just ask her to pray. Then you will notice. Hey. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hey, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hey, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, God, Father. Father. Hallelujah. Number eight. Lord, I am thankful that I have supernatural blessings of obedience in 2023. I am thankful that I shall have many sudden breakthroughs through obedience in 2023. Amen. Can we say it together? Say, Lord, I am thankful. Lord, I am thankful. That I have supernatural blessings. Of obedience, of obedience in 2023. I am thankful, I am thankful that, I have that I shall have many sudden breakthroughs through obedience in 2023. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5, verse number 5 and 6. The Bible says, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. Hallelujah. Obedience. Obedience is the thing that will let you have breakthroughs in 2023. Amen. Look into the Bible. You will notice that every scripture has a condition. The blessings of God. You, if you take your time and you read the Bible, you notice that there are conditions for all the blessings in the Bible. You see the blessings all over. Take your time and see there are conditions. So your obedience to the conditions of the word of God will be the reason why you are going to experience a breakthrough. Maybe come up. What, what is it that you need from God? You notice that God has a condition. You notice that there's a condition. But many people, they just want to say, give me, give me. Lord, my name is give me. Give me. Then, But have you fulfilled the condition? Even Jesus, the Bible says, he became obedient unto death. Obedience is the thing that is going to make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. You are more spiritual than your friend if you obey more of the word of God than your friend. When you obey the word of God, the promise of God is attached to his word. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says, that be wary don't be wary in what? Well-doing. That after you have done what? The will of God. 
if you fail not, you shall receive the promise. Don't be wary in well-doing. In other words, don't be wary in obeying the word of God. Don't be wary in obeying what? The word of God. After you have obeyed the word of God, after you have done the will of God, after you have obeyed what the Bible says, if you have patience, then you shall now receive the promise. So every promise of God needs to be obeyed. Do you understand? The condition needs to be obeyed in order for you to uh, realize the promise that comes with it. For instance, long life. How many want to pray for long life? You want to pray, Lord, I need long life. May I not die prematurely? You can pray, but I can also give you a short formula to long life. Do you want a short formula to long life? Yes. Obey your parents. Honor your father and honor your mother. Children, honor your parents, which is the first promise with, which is the first uh, commandment with promise that it may be well with you and that thou mayest live long. So you can choose to pray for long life or you can choose to obey. When you obey, you don't even need to pray about it. Many people pray useless prayers because they don't want to obey. Am, am I talking to anyone? Or I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself? Am I in the right place? Are you here? You don't need to, you see, you don't need to struggle when you have obeyed certain scriptures. It to be fulfilled. Amen. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you. Hallelujah. And that thou mayest live long on the earth. Hallelujah. Are you there? What other scripture? If ye are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So instead of fasting and praying that Lord, let me eat the good of the land. Be willing and be obedient. Instead of saying that, Lord, I don't want to want anything. I, I don't want any lack in my life. I don't want to be poor. Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So if you really don't want to want, then make the Lord your shepherd. Make the Lord your shepherd. Then he what? He maketh me to lie down. In. But the Lord cannot make you to lie down. Why will you have the green pastures? Can the Lord make you to lie down? You see, so the reason why we are not seeing a certain blessing in your life is because you have not obeyed. Hallelujah. Jesus told Peter, he said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. And Peter could not watch and pray. You, 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 small girl tempted him and he denied Jesus. So you, 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 you want to, I mean, sail through life without any temptation. Watch and pray. Hallelujah. Are you there? What is the promise that you want to claim? There must be obedience that goes with whatever promise you are trying to claim. Hallelujah. Maybe you, you should tell me, 
If you tell me now what promise, what you are looking for, I will tell you the condition. What are you looking for? You are, you are looking for prosperity. Yeah. He said, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires. If you have not delighted yourself in the things of God, the things that you want is not coming. Bible said that he, Lord, delighted in the prosperity of his children. Are you a child of God? Are you obeying God? Are you doing what God wants you to do? So when you are doing that, then even the same prosperity, he said that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. So there is not in, in Christ, if you want to have actual prosperity, it begins with your spiritual growth. He said, I want you to prosper and also be in health. But your prosperity, physical prosperity, physical well-being, having money, is dependent on your spiritual prosperity, even as your soul prospereth. So if your soul, you don't know the word of God, you are not growing maturely, then your physical prosperity is not coming. Am, am I talking to anyone? You want to, First Peter chapter 5, verse number 10. The Lord shall cause you to be established. He said, after you have suffered a while, he will cause you to be what? Perfect. He will cause you to be perfected, strengthened, established. You have not suffered. You've not been to school to read, to suffer. You have not done anything that you just want to be established. You want to be perfected. You, there's nothing like that. Is it there in the Bible? Yes, please. Read it. First Peter chapter 5, verses 10. But the God of all grace. But the God of all grace. Who hath called us into his eternal glory. Who has called you not to disgrace you, but into his eternal glory. By Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. After that ye have suffered a while. After you have suffered a while. Make you there perfect. There is suffering that you need to go through obeying God. There is something. There are things your character must change. Your language must change. You need to wake up in the morning to do your quiet time. Pray. They are suffering. You want to sleep all night, all day, everything. No. Now you need to break. It's suffering. You need to obey. You need to stop lying. You need to break up with your boyfriend who has not paid the lobola. These are suffering. Because you don't want to. I like it. Uh, stop it. I like it. Do what you are stopping. Do what you are stopping. You, you are confused. Are you stopping what you are doing or you are doing what you are stopping? You, you are confused. But all this, thing, you, you see, it's like you are yourself. You could have given yourself away. But now, because of the word of God, you're obeying God. Do you understand? Is it not suffering? Yeah. After you have suffered a while, a while, make, then what will happen? Make you perfect. Then, after you have suffered, then God will make you perfect. I see God making you perfect. Yeah. I say, I see God making you perfect. Continue. Establish. Establish. How many want God to establish you? The establishment is coming. You will be perfected. And God will establish you. Uh -huh. Strengthen. Strengthen. How many wants to be made strong? Financial strength. Yeah. All is coming. Settle you. And settle you. You will be settled. You will be stable. 
you will be permanent. Hallelujah. But God says, these things does not come until you have accepted to suffer a while as a Christian. Things that you used not to do, you need to do. You need to pray. You may have to fight like we are fasting. Your fridge is full of drinks. And your younger brothers and sisters who don't go to church are eating for you. When you look at the food, and you don't become happy. Are you there? So, obedience to the word of God is going to bring supernatural blessings. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yeah. When we follow the word of God, can I tell you something? Look for the word of God. Look for the word of God attached to what you are looking for. If you don't know it, come to your shepherd. This is what I'm looking for. What must I, what does God require me to do? Are you here? Pastor, this is what I really want. What does God require me to do? Maybe you think that you are going, you want to get married. What does God require you to do? You cannot just be shouting, I want married. I want I, God. You need to find out what is the condition. It is true. God will like, but have you fulfilled? Whose uh, son are you going to disturb? Or whose daughter are you going to uh, uh, confuse? There are things that you need to. Hallelujah. What again? So look through the Bible. You notice that there are things that you need to do. Hallelujah. Yeah. Say, Pastor, I have a lot of enemies. They talk against me. I, I, they, everybody hates me. I don't know what I have done. Bible says, if your ways please the Lord, even God will cause your enemies to be at peace with you. Have you seen such scriptures? Yeah. So the enemies you have and all the things means that your ways is not pleasing to the Lord. That's why the enemies are not there. You are fighting your boss at the headquarters. You are fighting your boss at the local quarters. You are fighting your subordinate. You are even fighting yourself. <laughs> you are a fighting star. Then you are saying, I don't know why many people... No, your ways doesn't please the Lord. Bible says, if your ways please the Lord, God will cause your enemies to be at peace. Even your enemies will be at peace with you. Hallelujah. Are you ready to obey the word of God? Yeah. Don't just be one-sided Christian. One-sided because you are just looking for the blessings without finding out what you need to do. Are you here? Yeah. So in 2023, how many are going to run on obedience? Rather check, is my obedience complete? Rather check in my, if your obedience is complete. That's why uh, is it Second Corinthians chapter three, verse six to ten? What does the Bible says? Quickly, Second Corinthians chapter. How many will want to cast out demons? How many want to be able to heal the sick? How many want to open the eyes of the blind? You want to say to the blind person, "See, the cripples walk, the lepers be cleansed, receive it in the name of Jesus." Okay, but let's see. What does 2 Corinthians? 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 to 10. Who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Go to the first. If it's not there, it's not my fault. 
Uh, I think it is, um, where are we? I need my Bible. Okay, let me check for you quickly. Is it the chapter 6? All right. Okay. Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 3, yeah, to 6. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 3 to 6. Is it there? Okay. Say, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Five, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Verse number six. Let's go. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience. When your obedience is fulfilled. Hallelujah. So we are saying that in 2023, the supernatural blessings of obedience is going to follow us. There will be breakthroughs because of what? Obedience. Hallelujah. And in this scripture, Bible says that though we walk... Mm, in the flesh, but we do not war after the flesh. Then it says, what? The weapons that you use as a Christian, they are not physical, they are not earthly, they are not carnal. It's not the physical knife, physical, uh, uh, what do you call it, gun that you use. But your weapons are mighty. They are spiritual weapons that go through God. Hallelujah. And these weapons are able to pull down strongholds. Can you see it? It's able to pull down strongholds and what? Casting down imaginations and bringing every high, everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, you can bring it down through these spiritual weapons. Hallelujah. Then, it says over here in verse number six. Can we read the six together? One go. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. What does the Bible say over here? What is, what is the meaning? It's saying over here that when you cast a demon and the demon says, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. When you pray for the sick and the sick is not getting healed, when you cast out, when you bind and it's not binding, do you understand? 
It says that even though you were a Christian and you have weapons that are not carnal, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the word of God, you use all these things, okay, mm, to cast out imaginations, to bring every thought, that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. You bring it down. Any thought that are not correct, you just rebuke it and all that. Then he comes over, he said, you can do that. But he gives you a window that watch in verse number six. He said, and what? Having all readiness to revenge. In other words, some demons, when you bind them, they will not go. In other words, some people, when you pray for them, they will not be healed. But you should be ready to revenge every disobedience. Do you understand? When you pray for somebody, you cast out demon and it's not going. He said, be ready to revenge every disobedience to your word. And how do you become ready? And having in all readiness. Hmm? Let's read it. All disobedience. When your obedience. So it says that the only way every demon will obey you is when you are obedient. When you are not obedient to the word of God. You are not obedient to God. But you want demons to be obedient to you. Am I talking? The, the reason why you cannot cast out demons, it means you don't obey God. You are not obedient to the word of God. You are not obedient to God, but you want demons to obey you. So God is showing us, he said, the way to have, okay, demons and circumstances, diseases, okay, obey you. And even when they try not to go, to command that, go now. He says, check. Whether you have obeyed first. Having readiness to revenge all forms of what? Disobedience. When your obedience is fulfilled. So check in your life. What am I disobeying? You don't pray. You don't pray. So the demon when it's Christ. Oh, you, you are coming. Clear off. Are you there? Yeah. You are living in sin. You are number one liar in the world and you are casting out the spirit of lies. The thing is in you. The thing is in you. How can you cast that one out? You are delivering somebody from the spirit of fornication. Meanwhile, you just came from one. You need to obey God. When your obedience is fulfilled, now you are ready to revenge every disobedience. Put your hands together for Jesus. This is how we know. So people who cannot, who cannot cast out demons, who cannot have miracles, sometimes there are things in their life. Uh, I'm revealing secrets. If there is a spiritual sin, different, we may not know, but it will affect how many demons will be able to obey you. That is why when the son, the seven sons of Skevi tried to cast out demons, they said, come out. They, they, they said, hey, Jesus, we know. When Jesus said, go, we go. Paul, we know. By you. Come on. And Bible says, they, they 
beat the guy, mm, stripped him naked, and was running with his mbolo mbolo. You have no obey God. In fact, when they were casting out the demon, he said, we adjure you to come out in the name of one Jesus, whom Paul preached. Can, can you believe it? Not even Jesus that he had known. In the name of one Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you see that you are not effective in witnessing? Hardly will you get somebody to live a holy life when you are not living a holy life. Hardly will you counsel uh, two beloved that they shouldn't sin. When you did it in your relationship, you wouldn't even talk about it because your obedience was not fulfilled. You become a hypocrite. How do you talk to young ladies to keep themselves when you couldn't keep yourself? So you see, the foundation, the reason many wrath goes through in the church is because our obedience is not fulfilled. So when we bind the spirit of lies, when we bind the spirit of fornication, we bind all this in the spirit of, I won't go. I won't. If you really want the spirit to obey you, then you need to obey God. Hallelujah. Check, ask the person, what is it that we need to obey? You see, you may think that you, you are living a lie, but it's affecting your spiritual authority. That's why Jesus said, the prince of the world is coming, but he has nothing in me. That's why you could have 100% answered prayer. Don't be happy that you are doing something wrong. You are reducing your spiritual authority. Don't be happy that you are sinning. You are becoming ineffective. You will see your own son, your own daughter struggling with something, but you cannot pray and help the person because you have reduced your own spiritual authority. Yeah. How mothers love their children. How fathers love their children. Things are going through their life that they can pray and stop it. But their obedience is not fulfilled. So the demons that are disturbing and worrying their own children, they cannot sack the demons. Because to sack that demon, you need to obey God. God com commands demons to obey people who obey God. So if you don't bow and obey God, demons will not bow and obey you. That is why the Bible says Jesus, after he died, obeyed God and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. The Bible says, wherefore God has also highly exalted him. Hallelujah. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should obey, every tongue should obey, should bow. To the glory of the Father that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because his obedience is fulfilled. He obeyed God. God said that he died. That is why no demon can challenge Jesus. That's why in his name, every knee will bow. That's why in his name, every tongue will confess. Because he is an example of an obedient uh, son. Hallelujah. Amen. The dead will come back to life because he obeyed. The blind will see because he obeyed. The deaf will hear because he obeyed. Therefore, that's why he can say, you deaf and dumb spirit, come out and instantly he was obedient. Obedience is the highway, is the highway to the power of God. The obedience, stop the sacrifice. You can sacrifice, nothing will happen. But your obedience, am I talking to anyone? Have you tried something? Try obedience. 
Obedience will let demons submit. When you are coming, obedience. But when you disobey, you reduce your own spiritual authority. See, he is puffed up. Talk white, big, but there is no... You can't even pray for mosquito to get well. You can't, the, the, your authority is not in what you wear. Your authority is not in what you drive. Your authority is not in the titles you have heaped, heaped onto yourself. Your authority is in how much you have obeyed. Have you obeyed? Yeah. Yeah. When you obey, you have authority. When you obey, spiritual authority is conferred on. That's why the, the, the centurion, he said, I am a man under authority. In other words, I am somebody who obeys. I am under authority. And because I obey, I also can say to one, go, and he goes. Come, and he comes. In other words, obedience to a higher authority gives you also an authority for people to obey you. When you don't obey God, demons will not obey you. When you don't obey God, sickness will not obey you. When you don't obey God, money will not obey you. You cannot say money. You can't bless people for them to be blessed. That's why it's very important who your pastor is. It's very important. Yeah, every school you go to has a way of affecting your grade. The school will not learn for, for you, but it has a way of affecting your grade. Who your pastor is, the life your pastor leads, his holy will affect what he can even pray for. Before you notice, pastors are showing you where to uh, buy medication instead of believing God to pray for the sick. What if you know you don't obey? You rather arm yourself with grandpa and other things to give people who have headache. Trusting God to say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Your first response, when you know who you are in Christ, your first response to sickness is not uh, medication. You trust in the power of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. May, may demons obey you gladly. That's what I said. Jesus, we know. Paul, we know. You, who are you? Because their obedience, hallelujah. I said their obedience. Their obedience give them authority. Say, I am a man under authority. I say to one, because I obey, Jesus obeyed. And because every name in heaven, on earth, under the earth, is supposed to obey because of his obedience. Hallelujah. May the Lord cause you to be obedient. And through obedience, may you have authority. And may you be guided in this year. Ah, I see doors opening because of your obedience. Yeah. That's why someone asked, so has the Lord has great need for sacrifices as obedience? He said you have gone to sacrifice. God wanted you just to obey. Obedience is what is required. It's not a sacrifice. And I can also tell you that in obedience is sacrifice. You can sacrifice and you have not obeyed. See, some of you, instead of joining the fast, you have not joined the fast, but you have given a big offering. Giving a big offering is not equal to fasting. I'm trying. So, so, you know, I couldn't fast, so I'm going to give a lot of, you see, you are bribing God, you are sacrificing. But you are supposed to have prayed that Lord, 
Let the Holy Spirit come upon me. Let the barrenness go away. Make me fruitful. Hallelujah. You will not do that one and you are giving offering. What are you trying to do? Obedience is better than sacrifices. Hallelujah. I see you obeying God. Even in the difficult things, you obey. It will put, you see, it will, it will give you authority that people wouldn't understand. Don't ever, ever question somebody that God is using. You don't know their obedience. You don't know what they have had to go through. You don't know what they have had to sacrifice. That's why when they start, they stand. They may not even talk, but you see, the power of God is flowing. So it's not, it's not like they, they are talking. No, 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 no. The sacrifice, the obedience that they have obeyed God, give them the authority. That is not institutional. That you cannot see. Hallelujah. Yeah. If God says, keep yourself, it's, it's your obedience to God. It will give you authority. See, people are in church. They cannot even pray for people who are hurting. Who are, can, they can't forgive. Because they themselves cannot forgive. They can't obey God to forgive. Can, they cannot reconcile a son and the father. They can't reconcile a mother and a daughter. Because they themselves are not talking to a lot of people. They can't obey God. God says, let not a son go down on your anger. You will not do it. That you want to pray for instant healing. We will see. But this year, I see your obedience giving you supernatural breakthrough in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you and we bless you for your word. May we not be the same because we came. Now, everywhere you are with your eyes closed, if you are here, perhaps somebody invited you or you came on your own. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If this is what you are saying, please, wherever you are, lift only your right hand to God. Stand where you are. Lift your right hand to God. Your obedience to this will let your name be in the book of life. Obey God. Obey God. Lift your hand wherever you are and stand where you are. You want to give your life to Jesus. You don't want to go to hell. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to be born again. I would like to be in heaven when this life is over. Lift only your right hand high above your head and we'll pray together. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. I pray with them and I pray for them. May the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. May they never be the same again in the name of Jesus. Please, with your hands lifted, I want you to move and come to me. My sister, come. My brother from the back, come. You lifted your hands. If you lifted your hand, come. My brother, come. From the back, my sister, my brother from the back. From the back, yes, you lifted your hand. Come, come, come. My brother at the back, quickly, quickly move and come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Obey, obey, obey the way. God bless you. Move and come. I'm waiting for you. Don't argue with him. Quickly move and come. My brother at the back, you lifted your hand. Come, come, quickly, quickly. Oh, put.
Put your hands together as they come. Put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you are coming, be fast. Okay, lift your hand and let's pray this prayer. Lift your two hands to God. Let's pray this prayer. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I am sorry of all my sins. I am sorry of all my mistakes. From now, I believe in you, Jesus. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will follow you. From today, I am yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. Bless their life. Raise them up. Let them love you. Let them know you. Let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Okay, listen to me. This decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken in your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work will put food on your table. But this decision will take us one day to heaven. You will never regret it. Can you see our brother waving his hand? Can you see our brother there? Who is waving the hand? Yeah, I want all of us to follow him. They are going to give you, they will pray with you and give you a gift from our prophet and our father. Okay, born again. It's a book. So I want all of you to follow. God bless you. God bless you. Let's go. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, you can do better. You can do better. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, we pray that we will be guided in what we say and what we don't say. And Lord, we pray that we will obey your word and receive the blessings of obedience. Thank you that 2023 will be different from all the years gone by. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.